No, Mandarin's one of the language, like the primary language of of China. Okay, how about yeah. we how about we switch to Cantonese then? All there right, you there. go. Now That's it's Portuguese and Cantonese. All right. Yeah. Which, when you but, make a portmanteau out of those two words, is Portuguese. <laughs> back to square one. Back with the to whole square thing. one with the whole thing. I'm speaking Portuguese. Get it? Yeah. I'll, I'll learn. You know what? I'll learn Chinese just so I can go on Chinese Wheel of Fortune. Like the 200 character alphabet that they've got. <laughs> Still there. Didn't expect that, that to be why you want. Yeah, to I didn't like. You're not. You're not no, it's all because the it's because I have can't, a I profound can't appreciation for their culture, or Look, I want no, to communicate no, no, no. with my clients to, like, better. To open a vending it's it's to make. It's to make. It's just to make fun of their of their language structure. It's you know. It's the reason I wouldn't go on like Britain's. Uh, wheel of fortune they just one the their their sayings don't make any sense and two it's all proper grammar you know what, so our sayings don't make sense I, I yeah, was sure watching one the other day that it was uh around the house and it was eight track tape like that's not around the house anymore guys not for what 50 years it really made me mad i mean at least although <laughs> to be fair i did have an eight track of the mamas and the papas when I was a child, because okay. my parents couldn't afford to get a cassette player. <laughs> so, like, let's say conservatively, just to be generous here, that was what thirty years ago. Oh, like... <laughs> more. Oh yeah, no, about exactly. thirty. Like, let's let's call it thirty-four years ago. We had to, we, yeah. yeah we we had to use reel to reel when I was a kid. That's just the nice. point is. These are not lying around the house. If we had somebody <laughs> else older here, they'd be like, "Yeah, we had to hire a band." <laughs> yeah, that's. that's... <laughs> That that's what was the, the, you know you know you know what really sucks is we were poor so all we could get was a mariachi band yeah <laughs> all we could get was a bunch of jugs that we would blow in that's it that's that's all that's, we could do that's that's hillbilly poor I know <laughs> you got a broom pole and a rope and a and a, and a metal tub those poor hill Williams that's <laughs> okay they produced Dolly Parton so I'm not going to be too uh, too upset by it. Gotta love I Dolly. don't think I've heard Hill Williams before. And I, like I just made it up. I, I was like, where the fuck does Hillbilly come from? Like, where, like, where does it, like, there's got, there had to have been a guy whose given name was probably William, and he was from the hills, and he was a bit of an idiot, and they were like, look at that Hillbilly over there. That's yeah, the, it's, uh, I don't know, I don't remember where exactly it comes from, but it is, it's a, ten, I think it's the Tennessee Hills. Yeah, yeah. And uh, that whole region, there's, it's you know, what's really funny is there's actually like a, uh, there was a documentary about this and Matthew McConaughey, I believe, made a pseudo movie about it, um, where there was actually this group of hillbillies who basically didn't want to participate in the Civil War, so they refused to be drafted and they refused to fight, and if anybody came into their territory, they'd just kill them. Yeah. So like, <laughs> like it was like the Northerners would show up and they're like, are you here to recruit us? They're like, nope. They're like, oh, okay, cool. Well. Leave some food and money by the door and get the fuck out of here. <laughs> you come down the holler, we gonna put one in you. But like, like for the longest time, they thought that they were like they were like northern uh, supporters. They were like supporters of the Union. In reality, they just wanted everybody leaving the fuck alone. I don't care about you, Yankee scum. Yeah. God, yeah, my my sister that. wife has had the hardest time sleeping with all you guys shooting off your muskets. <laughs> you know how hard it is to uh, to to try to catch some Z's while you guys are all musketing around. <laughs> no, I, I, I just, I just thought to myself, self, Hill William is just a hillbilly Hill that goes to college. It's, that's well, it. maybe like 
high school. He's not a hillbilly anymore. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's. I mean, isn't that college for, for a hillbilly? Like, let's be honest. Like, he's a learned man. So listen, he's graduated seventh grade. He is the elder of the tribe. I am yep. a hill William. I am a I hill went William. To Harvard. This this hill William this hill William can read them symbols that they leave on the sides of roads. You mean signs? <laughs> Welcome to the Save vs. Poison podcast, the podcast dedicated to gaming, general geekery, and enduring sobriety in an ever-maddening society, with your host Will and two guys that probably live under his stairs. If you're an addict, know an addict, or are just interested in exploring the outer mysteries of geekery, you're in the right place. Without further ado, let's get to the show. Welcome back, everybody. It's Tuesday night round here, round these parts. It'll be Wednesday by the time the actual episode drops for all of your wonderful listening ears. Hope everybody's doing well out there. Uh, my name is Will. I'm your host, as well as being your host. I'm also an alcoholic in recovery. Joining me tonight, his psych-up song is unironically White Snakes, Here I Go Again. Unironically, he only needs to psych himself up on the way to masturbation. He's our friend Tiki. Here I go again on my own. Yeah, no, singing, singing this song helps that. Yeah, a little bit. That's good. Yeah. Well, it's a um, visual gag. <laughs> it really is. Yeah, 100%, man. How are We're you? down the only road I've ever known. <laughs> like a drifter, I was born to something alone. And then, and then you finish right then. And that's... Dun, dun, dun. But I know what it means. Yeah. See, that's where it gets to like clean up some really pumping. sticky jeans. <laughs> Yeah, something. Yes. I actually don't know where the, how, the, how, the, how the lyrics should go. Um, yeah, it's uh, I'm 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 doing all right. Good. I'm really much to to talk through today. I'm, okay. Just you know, usual stuff. I will say this: I watched a movie called Iron Warrior and realized it's part of a trilogy, and now I'm compelled to watch the other two movies in it. Okay. And they're all shit. <laughs> I don't like like. They're sword and sorcery movies, and they're just really like, like the main character in the one that I watched today was like basically a dude. You're like that guy is buff, and he poses a lot. Like he doesn't really like say his lines very well. <laughs> He's reading for a cue card. I don't know. Pose right fighting. Way. I feel like pose fighting could be a thing in one of these. Like like no actual sword and sorcery happens. Just a bunch of guys without shirts on who have like a specific type of salad oil covering their bodies just just flexing. Like Well, no. So so this one was a guy in in football pads, like shoulder pads. Oh, even better. Yeah, like they're painted black or they came they they came that way, but like painted yeah, like, black, but like like they have like tinfoil uh glued uh, to them. No, he's got like butcher's <laughs> mail hanging off of one side of it. It just looks dumb. It like it's it's like that's cool that you're covering your shoulders, but your entire lower torso is just exposed, dude. Like <laughs> I mean it worked it you know what? It worked in the Road Warrior, right? Yeah, but that was well, that also came with assless chaps. It and did. That's, that's uh, I don't, do we have to say assless chaps? I think chaps I think are assless by nature. That, yeah, I think we talked so about this. Chaps. Yeah, yeah, it's just chaps. Yeah, we did. Chaps. It's redundant. I apologize. Yeah. Uh, no. Now the only cool thing that I did find out reading the trivia on this movie today was that the sword that the main character uses in this movie was polished and reused, like repainted and then reused for Conan the Barbarian. Sure. Sure. I mean, there's so, only like three swords in all of. Uh, all of Hollywood. Oh no 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 no! This like it, this one this one this one quite yeah. obviously is that. 
I don't. I mean, it's not like a real sword, but no, you no. Get... Um, uh, <clears throat> uh, Narsil, uh, the sword that uh, took the ring off of Sauron's hand. It's it's the same sword. It's the exact same sword. I I, I bet bet. All right. 100%. I mean, yeah. If 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 Conan the Barbarian was there at the Battle of yeah. Mordor, he would. Yeah. Yeah, he would have whooped that ass. Yeah, would have would have, and then stolen everybody's woman. <laughs> Yeah, woman, and the limitations <laughs> of the women. That's exactly right. That's a hundred percent right. That's how he would have done it. That's how he rolls, and then punched a bunch of camels. <laughs> I still love that. That's in the movie. I still like that's so. Like he gets spit on, and then you know the appropriate action is to uh, you know haymaker a camel. <laughs> that's why yeah. yeah, I mean, yeah. duh. Uh, so I, I'm still not sure why Peta isn't all over that movie. Like. Just for that, just for so not, I, not only not only that, but also you know the snake uh, abuse. The, the, just the, so what are you talking about? The snake was like thirty feet long. Yeah, yeah, and and made entirely of James Earl Jones. Like, there's nothing. To no, 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 about. no, no, no. There was a snake at the beginning where they cut the head off. Remember? Oh yeah, yeah. No, 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 come on. And then of course there was James Earl Jones culturally appropriating the snake's culture. So yeah, there's that too. The snake skin, which yeah. goes back to White Snake. Yeah, which goes back to White Snake, and yep. there you go again. This on your is own. it. There it is. It's all no, there. This is it. Is a diff. That's a. That's Huey Lewis. Oh, that is true. That is this it. This is that... it. Please yeah, that's a know. Huey Lewis is awesome. He is. He is so a awesome. bit of you're about to go of... on a Bateman uh, rant, aren't you? Uh, I no. What I was going to say was just a. a the, there, there is a, a funny, funnier die thing with Weird Al Yankovic and, Hugh, and Huey Lewis, and it's absolutely hilarious. But. Uh, the the thing I was going to bring up was the the animals no no animals were harmed in the making of this whatever blah 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 right and they always have that there's apparently a whole group that like basically pushes that in Hollywood to make sure that animals aren't harmed on the set or the making of a movie however given the number of movies that come out every year <laughs> and you gotta imagine group, yeah, yeah how many <laughs> how many people could actually audit this how many people are actually on site and you know beyond that I. That's good for the animals. Yet Alec Baldwin can still shoot people. Like what the shit? <laughs> that's well. I mean, that's Brandon, Brandon Lee. Come on. That's true. Yeah, that yeah. actor. Oh man, I I read about the actor that 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 killed Brandon Lee, and like uh, his sort of mental state after that deteriorated quickly. That was. Uh, oh my god! Yeah. It's like you're saying that taking a human life is somehow detrimental to people's I mean, some mental people, health. For some people, for some, for people? some, for, for some not for everybody. For some people, clearly. No, listen, I live in the suburbs. Buddies. All right, I live in the suburbs. Somewhere in this neighborhood is a human head in a freezer. All right, that's all I'm saying. Uh, well, you live in the suburbs. So yeah. Somewhere in your neighborhood is like a, a white guy with a gun in his house waiting to shoot somebody. Doesn't he's, matter who. He's just waiting to shoot somebody. He's just sitting there right now, like just the in, near, a, like in the, a lazy boy in front of the yeah. uh, the, the, the front door, waiting. Like somebody like steps on his lawn, <laughs> just just like just like half a shoe print into the lawn. He's going, bam! Just I, I feared for my life. <laughs> he was coming right for me. <laughs> yep. All right. Well, that's me, so uh, why don't you go and introduce our other co host I'm going to, I'm going to. Uh, he's the kind of guy that likes to show up to a Star Wars convention dressed up as Spock, but never gets the catchphrase right. Live long and just do great indeed, my friend. <laughs> Welcome, Steve. It's just do okay. Just do okay? No, no, all right, all right, come on. Live long and prosper. Live long and just do great. <laughs> like he's being flippant uh, about it. I love that live idea. Live long and something, something, the force? Maybe you could do that, yeah. Okay. I don't. Th- I don't do like. That. I mean, something. Something. Dark side would have worked because then we could have like slipped in the references to the Family Guy, Star Wars, 
Like, which were actually really funny. Don't know. No. You never watched the Family Guy Star Wars? I episodes? don't like Family Guy. It's really very bad. It's it's really not good. Okay. I I don't blame him. I don't think okay. Family Guy is all that. I mean, it's it's something that it, I can like fill my brain with just it was to pass good. time. I'd say it's about seventy seventy percent funny before it got originally canceled, and maybe the first season it came back, and after that, really bad. Okay. Like when Stewie just became a really long gay joke instead of trying to kill Lois, like that was funny. Yeah, the gay, the, the the Stewie trying to kill Lois thing was always funny. And then they just they, that went away, and then like the thirteen hour chicken fight, like it's yeah, a this, really the, bad that 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 was another miss for me as well. Yes, <laughs> that was a miss for me as well. Yeah, yeah. I like the fun. I like the robot chicken Star Wars stuff. The robot chicken Star Wars stuff great. was great too. Yeah, My that was, stuff was funny. What the hell is an aluminum falcon? <laughs> It's a great Storm moment. Trooper? It's a great Storm moment. Stormtrooper. <laughs> That's a that is a great scene. He's going up that long escalator. Uh, go fuck yourself, <laughs> my lord. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> it was good. It was good. It was good. Um, uh, cheers. What's going on, guys? How are you, Steve? How the hell are you? How, how's how's life treating you? I you know uh, what? I went two weeks in a row getting to hang out with you, and I didn't get that this weekend, and I feel as if I've been deprived. Dude, of all something I special to do and was, amazing. Uh, play with little plastic men on a table. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so bad. Yeah, I had to put all that stuff away because my kid was like, "Hey, I want to use the pool table for pool," and I was like, "No, it's mine, and I'm using it for my little army man." And yeah. I had to take all that stuff down, and now I'm sad. Now I'm sad. I have I have been uh, binging all sorts of things. Uh, Cheetos. Re- huh? Cheetos. No, stuff related to... to uh, oh, okay, machine. okay, okay. Um, yeah, just kind of, you know, currently, current obsession. Uh, yeah, so I, I, I understand. I feel your pain. It's what a good obsession. You got a lot of stuff yeah. to build. I, well, I do. Yeah, got a lot but, of stuff to build, yeah, buddy. Not nearly enough patience for some of it. I got mad at... Uh, what was I trying to put together? I was trying to put together the death knell. Oh, sure. Um, little horse carriage uh-huh. thing. And yeah, it's a really cool model. It was making me mad. It's just a beast. It's like not fitting. Good. <laughs> <laughs> like, is it, I don't know, is it resin and white metal or is it all resin or? Uh, it's both, yeah. Okay, so. yeah. The resin ones, uh, their quality control on their resin models back in the day was really, really sketchy. Um, yeah, I so just, I like, put together the, uh, the Supreme Guardian from... Um, uh, from Scorn, and the amount of resin that I had to trim off or try to hide, and then the amount of like uh, milliput sculpting that I had to do in cracks that I couldn't fill or couldn't pull together. Um, yeah, it was really irritating. So I totally understand that. Yeah. So that was you know, annoying, but but I try. But you try. You try. You get it together, buddy. You get it together. Outside of that, things are good. Um, yeah. The world is fucking way too hot, and I don't have AC in my car, so that's Ooh. real cool. That's real rough. Real fucking cool. Like that. That's rough. Do you, do you just wear no pants in, the, uh, in there? Because nobody's looking down so at you. I, you, I would just get in and I take my shorts off. most of the time. Off. Yeah, um, yeah. During some, my summer mode with, like, Hawaiian shirts and tank tops and shit. And, yeah, uh, like... Part I, of that is because it's so hot, like... This way, I could just take off the the one Hawaiian shirt and just be in tank top and stuff. So, yeah. uh, 
I gotta try to cool down, man. It's fucking hot. I'm, you're not. You don't have to like explain to me, buddy. I get it. Real hot. I get it. I do. I used to. I used to feel the exact same way. <laughs> it's not so bad anymore. It but it great. used to was. It used it to was. Great. It ain't great. Um, yeah, I got you. Cool. Right on. Works okay. Family life. Yeah, kids. Think, yeah. People going back to school. Great, you know? Yeah. Um, oldest is back in school. BMing uh, like a rock star. Huh? BMing like a rock star. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I've, I've had no problems there. Good. Good. <laughs> what? It's uh, something people worry about. I worry about it. Do you? Yeah. Our audience worries. Colonic health is incredibly important. All right. If you're not getting enough fiber, I worry for you. No, things are things are good. 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 All right. Uh, Tiggy, how are you? Everything good? Uh, yeah, I guess. It's not nothing to write home about. But okay. Okay. I've never known anything to write home about. Okay. All right. Well, think, speaking of things that are that are going all right, not much to report on. My name's Will. I'm an alcoholic. My name's Tiki. I'm an alcoholic. My name's Steve. I'm not an alcoholic. But I have been putting a model together. <laughs> okay. So you you completely uh, you completely botched your homework assignment for the the one thing that you had to like come up with. You just botch that. Okay. Okay. Well, no, so I, 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 um, I have one, I, I, but I, I'm not sure how to word it into silliness form just yet. Okay. Um, it, I don't know that it fits flows very well. I'm, I'm, I still plan on psyopsing you guys. <laughs> okay. Uh, it just, it didn't, I just feel like it didn't flow well with them. Okay. Okay. So, uh, I've been, do, do you ever, uh, like when you're trying to get your animal, um, any of your animals, you have several, Will. I do. Uh, we have five animals. Yeah, Jesus, we have five. Do you, ever, do you ever go to like get them to stop doing something? I mean, I do that to basically everybody. In my, I do, but house. I do, but he everybody knows he's just going to keep on playing the drums anyway. That's <laughs> true. But, but the point is, you still you still make that noise, and they look at you whether they acknowledge after the fact. But they they, they like they they're like, what? What do you want from me? Right? Yeah. Uh, I have found myself doing that to like flies, and uh, <laughs> the flies don't give a fuck, man. <laughs> like, no. No, they dude, don't know what ch means. They only have a week to live. Your little ch, it actually took them like a decade of their lifetime. They have like the no ch concept of ch. Yeah, yeah, none at all. They're, 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 their lives are just too short to, to do anything but roll around in feces. All right, buddy? But, but yeah, I find myself doing that to uh, things that, yeah, they don't, they don't care, man. They don't care. <laughs> it's true. That's true. Okay, all right. Cheers. I don't know about I would have gone with, and I would vote for Dwayne. I'm not an alcoholic, but I would vote for Dwayne the Rock Johnson for president. I don't that know would have I been would. a good one. And I'm a, I'm a bit huge rock man. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I just I don't know that the last celebrity went all that well. I'm a little bit wary about that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You, know, you, think you would it. hope that he would have like a, a, a slightly better. Like Dwayne Alejandro Camacho. <laughs> Mountain, Mountain Dew. Dew. <laughs> that's that's Terry Crews, man. But, yeah. but no, I mean the the thing is we've had we've had a uh, we've had what a couple of uh, of uh, celebrity uh, presidents, and you know it's debatable uh, how well things went. Yeah, yeah, in a lot of in a lot of ways. Yeah, in a lot in a lot of ways. Uh, but I think that you could put up most anybody against Trump that was a celebrity and, and probably get, like, probably, like, honestly, probably 70% buy-in. 
against Trump because you you get everybody from the Democratic side of things, and then you'd probably get most of the center who are on the right. It's only like I think a, a like a you know maybe I mean, fifteen twenty percent of Republicans that actually want Trump. They just happen to be really vocally loud, and yeah, but like, because everybody plays party politics and it's all about team sports and Trump's our guy because he's the winner and we have to vote for him because we can't lose. Like, I'm pretty sure you, you, you put up just about any celebrity against Trump and, and you probably get like 65, 70% of, of the voting populace. To, I think to that's vote about for celebrity. Yeah. That yeah, would, yeah. that's now I'm trying to think of like who Keanu Reeves versus Trump. 80%. Easy, easy, easy. Yeah, Come on. True. That's an easy one. Whoa. Yeah. I mean, how how great it would would it be to have like Owen Wilson in the White House? Just every time somebody's like, "Miss President, we have an urgent situation." He's like, "Wow, wow." I love wow. that you went with that because that's like I feel like that's the one impression that you had just just locked. In the and I got. I haven't been practicing anything else lately. Like I would love to do Christopher Walken, but like I just yeah. I haven't practiced in so long. President That'd Walken, be... what? I don't want to. No, <laughs> like. Yeah. It's like that's as that's as good as that one's gonna get there. We gotta work with China. The tariffs. China. They dance. I dance too. Yeah, I I don't know how to dance together. I'm saying you could walk in. You got. uh, You got Hillary Duff. (laughs) What? (laughs) (laughs) You could just. The funny thing is with Hillary Duff, you could just recycle all of Hillary's, you know, Clinton's old campaign stuff and just have it like like that would that honestly would be the economically viable thing to do that's the economically responsible thing to do just go with the i'm with her with hillary duff yeah. the h uh you know scribble out the 16 and put a you know a 24 and just you know just throwing out ideas yeah that's no all. i like it i like it that's a good idea that's a good idea anyways no cravings this week <laughs> we've been okay uh alcoholism and recovery have been have been okay this week. I had a good conversation uh, last Wednesday on the live stream, and every single time I have a new conversation with a new uh, new member of the community, it always fuels my resolve to you know stay sober for for usually kind of a quite a quite a while. Um, I think that you know the whole the whole community thing and. I wish that we were building a little bit faster, but as long as we have some kind of a steady stream of, of people looking to get sober um, or looking to stay sober and looking for community doing it, uh, I, think, uh, I think I'll think i have a continued source of um, inspiration to, to, to keep myself on, uh, on the old recovery train. So, yeah, that's me. Tiki? Dolly Parton. Dolly Parton. 100% yeah. win against everybody. Um, no, no, no cravings on my, on my end. Uh, everything's still, you know, uh, coming up Millhouse. <laughs> so, you know, just, just, you know, it's just been work stuff, stress stuff, motorcycle stuff. Sure. Had a really fun time. Took, took the bike out over the weekend. Had a blast with that. Very um, good. Very good. Did you get the tire yeah. thing uh, figured out? Yeah, just it just took a while to get the tires in, um, and then they 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 adjusted my brakes. The 
Turns out you do actually have to replace the, the brake pads in a motorcycle. Yeah, every once in a while, yeah. Um, and uh, now my brakes work a lot better. Yeah. You're the, stopping. The the only thing that happened, and this kind of bothered me, was I was I, t- I picked up my bike. There was like 50 miles on it when I dropped it off. There was 50 miles on the uh, trip odometer when I picked it up. Mm-hmm. Um, and I didn't think too much of it. And I took the bike out for a ride, and I and I just decided I'd go riding around wherever the hell I wanted. And I, and I did. I rode, like, all over the place. And mm-hmm. I, right as I was coming home, like, two exits before I got to my uh, to my exit, I ran out of gas. And I was like, what the hell? Like, my my trip odometer says 104 miles, which I can get 150, 150 or to 165 before I run out of gas, typically. Uh-huh. And I called at the dealership, and I was like, when you test rode my motorcycle, did you reset my odometer? And they're like, no. And I'm like, really? <laughs> like, like oh, you like assholes. <laughs> so, so is, yeah. your, is your bike pet-cocked? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah okay. Yeah. okay. I don't, so I don't, it's carbureted. Okay, okay. Yeah, so I don't you have a, uh, yeah. No, no fuel gauge, no yeah. low fuel lights, yeah. no. Now, my bike is, like, 100% analog. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so yeah, it, was, it just it just it just pissed me off that it happened. I was like I was like oh my god. But sure. the, the cool thing was the dealer. I when I called and I I called the Yelp and the guy actually the service manager uh, grabbed a gallon of gas and drove on down to where I was and helped me out. So well, that's, nice. that's the that's that was really cool for me to do that. And he, he's like, I don't think we did that. I'm like, I'm pretty sure you did. <laughs> <laughs> It's like, oh, it's I'm like a, certain that that happened, actually. It's wow. like 100 degrees out, and I've been wearing leather and black and armor, and I'm, I'm just not, <laughs> I just want to get on the road. So, yeah, it was, but I, I, I did, I, I had a really good time. I was actually really, really happy to get my motorcycle back. Good, man. Good. Glad you did. Glad you did. All right. So, uh, for this week, um, one of our wonderful community members asked the question What habits should we avoid? Or things that we should be mindful of as um, things to stay away from in our recovery. Uh, I had I had a couple of things that that I jotted down in response to this. So I have we talked a little bit about in the past. We talked a little bit about the idea of doing maintenance on your sobriety. So maintenance on your sobriety is is kind of the the work that goes into it. So um, going to meetings, scheduling time to do things that are specific to your sobriety, making sure that uh, those things are sobriety related first, but are something that aren't a chore. They're something that you want to be able to do. So um, for me, it's making the podcast, doing the live streaming, uh, creating the content that that you know, I create, and then trying to engage with uh, people in social media and uh, on the Discord server in an effort to continually put out, you know, what I think is a good message of both sobriety and gaming and geekery, right? So maintaining the doing of those things is a is something that I have to be mindful of doing on a, on a very regular basis. I notice that when I start losing motivation to do any of these things, that's when I'm I feel I'm most susceptible to having intrusive uh you know drinky thoughts. That's honest it's also when I like get like drinky dreams more often is when my when my motivation nosedives a little bit. Um so 
So that's one area that I'm that I try to be mindful of. Um, another thing that I try to keep uh, in the in the front of my mind is when I have projects or goals. When I stall on those projects or goals that are outside of my like normal maintenance of sobriety stuff, that's another place where I will start to uh, get into a negativity spiral. And that negativity spiral often leads me once again to those places where I start thinking about, you know, how, how, how I would love to not have to feel the feeling of being frustrated or, you know, have the podcasting equivalent of writer's block. Um, but, uh, trying to maintain whatever momentum that I have, um, in any of those projects is a really, really good idea for me to keep moving forward. Um, and then the last thing is when I'm in a, per, when I'm in a spiral, uh, any kind of a spiral of negativity, not reflecting on how I feel about where I am and not talking with somebody. And usually I just talk with my wife about it. She's, you know, pretty in tune with, uh, with my moods. And if I'm not being open and honest with her about how I'm feeling, where I am, where, uh, you know, where my motivation levels are, whether I'm in a really negative place or not. Um, oftentimes after, you know, kind of a cool down period, uh, I'll be able to express how I feel. And then after I do that, I'll be able to move into a sort of planning and goal creation phase that kind of follows that. And then once I do that, I feel as if I have momentum back again. So, um, so those are all kind of places that I, you know, are less habits, less, these are less habits that I'm trying to avoid more things that I'm trying to promote actively. So, uh, Tiki, I, I, I know that I sent this out as a question earlier today. Did you have anything that was, um, you know, in this realm? Uh, maintenance for sobriety. Yeah. The, the main thing for me was, uh, uh, I thought I did think a little bit about this, but it's, 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 it's avoiding boredom. Yeah. Um, that's like a really huge trigger for me. Um, so I need to, I need to find a way to like, to like fill my, fill my time or fill my head with things. Um, uh, and, and, and if I don't, the plus side is for me, even if I don't, I'm not like getting those drinky invasive thoughts. But it is kind of the beginning of that frustration. Mm -hmm. um, and then the, the other piece of it is kind of what you said, the mindfulness. It's the, it's the, if, if I am spiraling, if I am, if my mood does sink and then, and then kind of knowing how to, or having some sort of tool for being able to bounce back from that. Um, sometimes it's just a thought um, or a thought process. Sometimes it's just a joke or a stupid story I have in my head. Mm -hmm. Um, it's not always there um, to, to help me bounce back, but uh, but but it, but it, but the times that it is, it's it can be very very helpful. Mm -hmm. And then of course on top of all that is my bipolar, which basically is just maintaining my medications and keeping an eye on my moods mm -hmm. and and how I'm and how I'm like I think the word would be like how I'm feeling about things. Mm -hmm. um, am I overly sensitive to some things? Am I you know? Um, paranoid about others and my upset about something so those are those are the, those i'd say those are like kind of the top three things is um is avoiding boredom which can be done with routine maintaining the medicine which can which is also routine yeah and then uh and that third thing i said 
<laughs> and then that third thing that I listed then, off. No, nah, just yeah, like quite said, specifically. Just having 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 that thought. You know, for I I don't want to I don't want to make it sound cheesy, but it is kind of like having that happy thought, like having that that thing you can remind yourself about that makes you like go, oh yeah, life is like worth living. Yeah. Um, and it's it's a it's a silly concept, I guess. It sounds cheesy, but it, you know, you sound like Robin Williams in a hook, but. Um, at the same time, it's, it's, it can be very, very important to have that kind of reminder that, you know, when you're feeling down or you're feeling frustrated about something, to be able to say, oh yeah, remember that one thing that I didn't fuck up? Yeah. That was, that was pretty cool, huh? Sure. Yeah. I mean, perspective is, I think the killer of, mm -hmm. uh, of those frustrating moments. Like, um, I mean, not always, I have found myself in places where I will get to a place where I'm frustrated and then I will like try to take stock of like all the things that I'm blessed with, and it w it it can bust me out of a mood, but it can also be kind of almost reinforcing because I'm like, listen, I have no reason to feel this way. Why the fuck do I feel this way about this? You know, whatever this situation that's got me in a negative place is, mm -hmm. I've got this going for me. I got this going for me. I got you know, I went to the gym today. Like I yeah. you know have a good relationship with my family. Like. Like I have good friends, I have good hobbies. Like blah blah blah, ad nauseum. Um, a really, a really good thought to keep with you is, um, and this is this is kind of like for Americans. This is pretty universal, but you can always tell yourself, at least I didn't make the Matrix uh, resurrection, <laughs> because that, like I like that would, was such a fucking phenomenal flop. It was so terrible on every level. Sure. For a movie with that big of a budget to have that shitty CGI, I mean, it's just everything. You're just like, wow, you know? Yeah, maybe right. I did wreck my car today, but you know what? I didn't <laughs> didn't blow two hundred million dollars making a shitty movie. Yeah, yeah. Can I? It's, I gotta ask you something. You have a do you do you often get frustrated at like blockbuster films that perform well underneath? your uh expectations but because you know that there is no floor for the shitty movies that you enjoy watching do you just give them completely a pass like it doesn't like it doesn't matter how bad they are because they can well, never be so bad as a as a you know movie that has a 200 million dollar budget that just is absolute garbage so no there's 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 bad bad movies well sorry there's there's good bad movies right a good bad movie is going to be a low budget movie with a bunch of amateurs that somehow managed to pull off like a good story or they managed to pull off like a, a pretty much a decent movie yeah. in spite of like budget and a lot of other, you know, shortcomings. They don't have like the star power aligned with it. And then you have like just a good, good movie where, you know, all the talent and everything else lines up really well in, in a good movie. A good movie is the product and you, and you can, like I watched uh, Guardians of the Galaxy 3 and I, I thought that was a very good movie yeah. on, on many, many levels. It worked in, in many ways. A a bad good movie is going to be a movie where you're you're looking at we have that budget we have the scriptwriters we have all of these things and we still fuck it up <laughs> um, and like and like the the Matrix uh, Re uh, uh, Resurrections is I mean from its inception you're like this is a really bad idea and they're like yeah but we've got a script and you're like eh, I, you know do you is it, is it really? <laughs> and then like we got all the CGI and you're like yeah I mean it's just you're gonna have people porting through like small bathroom mirrors that's 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 that entertainment really buddy that's entertainment yeah and then like, like we're gonna have a ton of exposition and it's like oh fuck 
Oh, every, and like, you know, every storyteller knows that you should never show you always tell. Yeah. It's, it's always. Just a, All right. So, so there's that. And then, and then when you have like a bad, bad movie, it's basically like something that like never should have seen the light of day. Like, uh, like uh, 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 John Michael Thor movies or uh, 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 what is that other one? one uh, things or whatever it is. That's, there's, there's a number of them that you're like, wow, you guys filmed this whole thing on a camcorder that you found in your parents' basement. <laughs> yeah. Like it's just you know, it's just been down there this whole time, and you know it's it's a terrible, it's poorly thought out. Yeah, because right after the reacted. right after the end credits finish, there's like some amateur porn of your parents. Like yeah, like that's the weird part. <laughs> like like okay, like Goblin that's is the another worst movie. Found footage ever. That worst, yeah, it's the worst found footage you could possibly ever ever ever. Like 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 the movie. Um, I think Goblin is one of the other ones where you're like, okay, so there's a goblin. And you're like, yeah, but like the the, the story makes is nonsensical. There's a bunch of uh, exposition that doesn't really add up. There's a the one of the scenes that bothers me to this day is the same one that this one of the other reviewers online had, which was like 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 why did the goblin turn on the stove? There's a scene where he's in the kitchen, and they specifically show him turn on the stove, and then he leaves. Like, why? Why did you turn on the stove? Like, is, it a ga- like, is it a gas stove? No, it's an electric wow, stove. Electric like, stove. Like, they're just trying to jack up the electric uh, <laughs> bill. Like he's he's just like that much of like even the minor shit that that somebody would do to just inconvenience that it. evil. Yeah, that yeah, evil like of a that character. <laughs> no, I mean like like the special effects are terrible. Like that, that that's a movie that in general you wouldn't say like like somebody had ambition, but everything combined to make that movie was very bad i just see i just see like oh the goblin like cut all the wicks on our candles what a dick <laughs> yes right like <laughs> like that's that's yeah like like to this that's actually one of the one of the jokes that i still use every once in a while so there's the big why it's like I, I don't know why why did this happen why did that happen why why, why did the goblin turn on the stove we don't have answers to these things <laughs> like, and we never will <laughs> we never will Cheers. so yeah that's that's where that goes. That's my opinion. Though it's like I said, you can have a good movie, you can have a good bad movie, you can have a bad bad movie. Yeah, sure. Uh, Steve, do you have anything that you want to add to this uh, section of the uh, the evening about the bad movies? Not no, really. no, no. The uh, the so I recognize that you know you're not in the same place as um, as yeah, I am or Tiki either. So it's a it it's a little bit different. But this one's harder to like. I feel like a lot of the times I can chime in. This one's a little harder too because I I don't know what I could say to somebody as far as like, hey, this is a bad habit to avoid. I mean, um, I mean the 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 whole point of most of these kind of things is emotional regulation, so that you don't get to a place where you say "fuck it" and go get a drink, right? So, yeah. um, I feel like all of the you know things to be mindful of, any have you know bad habits to avoid, um, all of these things are about the lead up to the decision to make or the, the decision that you make to go get a drink. Like, I, I don't feel that they are in it. If I just have this to avoid, drinking. Okay, uh, <laughs> you know, subject yeah, over. Yeah. Like, that's that's it. But, like, problem you know, solved. problem fucking solved, right? Like, uh, but the idea that there are things that we can do to emotionally regulate or to be mindful of our emotional state before we get to a place that uh, that that we're going to go and drink, that, I think, is is kind of, you know the the whole crux of what this question was about. But if you don't have anything, that's fine. No big deal. 
No big deal, buddy. Um, we move on to gaming. I'm happy to move on to gaming. You guys ever 100% at a game before? Tiki, you go first. Uh, yeah. Um, well, like I was talking about earlier, uh, there's Leisure Suit Larry. Which you have fully completed. Blizzard. Yeah, which, I mean, who hasn't completed? Uh, <laughs> brought that all the way to completion. <laughs> Several times. <laughs> yeah, that was, that was like all of like 8-bit graphics, like... Like, glory it was so terrible. Um, My nine-year-old mind was still like, what's happening? Oh, oh this is amazing. Oh, what wonderful. No, like, you the, can the, see that one pixel titty. Yeah. Yeah, I remember that all too well, too. But yeah. anyway, so it's, it was a very silly game. Um, the other game that I did take all the way to completion was actually uh, Assassin's Creed Black Flag. Oh, wow. Um, okay. Yeah, I, I just... I don't know. There was something that, like, you know, it's it's like, hey, you want to play Sid Meier's Pirates, except that you're a freaking unstoppable, like, killing machine? Yeah. And it's like, I like that idea. And it's like, okay, cool. Let's do that. Um, you know, and you're going out and hunting every kind of, like, fishy or, or whale out in the seas. And I had a blast with that. Um, and I think I think when I finally had beaten the game, so I just, like, sailed around and did stuff for the longest time. When I finally beat the game, the, the storyline, I was like, oh, there's only, like, 12 points of interest left. Like twelve things I haven't discovered or done. Uh -huh. So, all right, let's take the boat out. Yep. Yeah. And yeah, and I, I I had a really enjoyable time. I thought that was actually probably for me at least. It's still one of the best, uh, if not the. the it was for me at least the the one I played to. It was uh, it was the best experience I had in Assassin's Creed. I just really really loved. I really enjoyed that game, and it was by a lot of the nostalgia going back to Sid Meier's. But sure. <clears throat> yeah. Sure. No, I think I think one. I think Black Flag is probably the pinnacle of the uh, the Assassin's Creed games. That you could make a case, I think, for Assassin's Creed too. But I think I think Black Flag is pretty freaking amazing. Um, that's it. It's interesting that you did that with an open world game. Like I was actually expecting you to like fuck around and say, "Yeah, Tetris, ha ha." <laughs> it's oh, just no. it's just just one fucking map, and you're like, "Oh yeah, I I I, I basically became autistic for a weekend, and I finished Tetris, and I hundred percented it." Well, well, I, I've played like plenty of uh, like okay, so like Shadowrun for the uh, for the Sega Genesis. Oh wow! I played yeah. the, I played that to completion. I I did pretty much everything possible in that game and and i had a really fun time doing it um but in terms of like actual like modern or i would say open world kind of stuff like if it's a if it's an rpg style game playing that to the end is pretty straightforward mm -hmm. like you're gonna play the storyline you're gonna win but in assassin's creed that one was yeah it was a lot more there was just a lot more to do and a lot of like kind of like random one-off stuff but yeah. there was also i mean you had the diving bell you had the you had the the harpoon uh, with the ship, you had those ship-to-ship combat. Mm -hmm. You had the four mega ships out in the ocean in different places. You upgraded your ship. Then it was like, oh, I guess at some point in time, I should probably go to the story. Yeah, <laughs> it's so easy to get sidetracked in those games. It's one of the reasons yeah. that I don't that I that I enjoy those games, but I have a really hard time sticking with them because you do you get sidetracked and suddenly you're like, listen, I've been playing this game for a hundred hours and I'm only on wait chapter three. What? How is that possible? Um, so the fact that you yeah. threw it through a through a hundy down on that that's that's I actually find that pretty fucking impressive because um, uh, yeah that's 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 a lot of <laughs> that's a lot of that's a lot of gameplay that's a lot of game time. Uh, yeah. I also feel like there's um, you know when we grew up there were I mean 
the most open world games that we had when I was a kid were things like The Legend of Zelda. Or, you know, some of the, um, even the Final Fantasy games were basically kind of on rails for the most part. Like, you had stuff locked behind things. You couldn't go further into the story until you completed certain things. Like, but having the open worlds that have been in vogue now for the past, you know, 15, 20-ish years, uh, those make make the idea of 100%ing, I think, such a more kind of daunting task. So I, 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 that's, that's really interesting that, that that was the one that, that got you there. Yeah, um, I, played, I played The Witcher 3 to about like 70 or 80%. Mm-hmm. And then I was I, I wanted I was like I like told myself I'm like, gonna go back I'm gonna go all the POIs I'm gonna go finish up all this and then I started trying to do that and I was like nah I mean it's just like killing monsters eh, whatever it's just like <laughs> kill monsters and it just I just didn't have um, I don't know there was just something really kind of uh, something about the about the Black Flag game that I just I just found so so like the like like there wasn't this repetition and the repetition that was there really wasn't that bad sure and i could you know continue to play and but yeah you're you're right to the to the point of the open source stuff like uh playing the game you know playing a game that has a linear style storyline playing that to completion that's you know that's if you haven't done that yet i don't know what's wrong with you mm-hmm. um but yeah when you're right when it's the open world concept and you're like there's so much side stuff yeah, it, it can be a much more daunting challenge yeah. to, to, to play that all the way through. Yeah. Steve, how about you? Uh, what, what have you have you gotten close? Have you ever finished the game 100%? I've gotten close. I've never... Uh, actually, you know what? Ooh. Now that I might have... Made it to I completion? I might have 100% of one. Because so, I'm going to tell you, I've never 100% completed a game. I've, yeah. I've, I've beaten games before, but I've never 100% completed them. So, so the first game that came to mind that I almost 100%ed was uh, Dark Souls 3. That's not surprising. I, I actually thought that that was what you were going to say. I put a lot of work into that. I got real, real damn close. Uh, the, If I remember right, one of the major things I was missing was collecting all the rings. Okay. And the only reason I didn't do that uh, was because one of them, you had to get by basically invading people and i hated that shit <laughs> you could get the, the the stuff to get said ring without doing it but god farming that was very painful yeah very time consuming um and you know gamer add kicks in and yeah. you start playing some well games. and <laughs> you suddenly had elden ring uh that you were able to play that yeah exactly yeah. and then eventually that came out so uh i don't think i'm ever gonna play in that uh <laughs> you don't think what I don't think I'll ever ever finish that. I don't think I'll platinum it. Like, oh yeah, yeah. I, I it's it's a very big game. So big. You beat it though, right? Did you beat Elden Ring? Nope. No, still haven't. <laughs> still haven't beat it. Like, still get distracted with lots of the other just stuff to do in that sure, game and sure. finding this and, and that. That's like at what point in time are you doing too much in these game the, in these game worlds that you're designing? Like, um, I don't know how you what. Steve, what do you think of the idea of a hundred percenting a game? Uh, what What do you mean? Like, I I like, do you find do you, Do you think that it's something like? Because I I noticed that there's a bunch of different types of different players of games. They play for different reasons. Like, you know, some people want to do speed runs where they're trying to maximize 
uh, their player efficiency to like beat a game in under, you know, a certain amount of time. And there's like, you know, uh, ranking boards for these speed runners. There's people that just play for just the basic story. They just want to get through the basic story. They don't want to like explore character builds afterwards or do you know different types of runs where like oh this one i'm gonna play as a healer character and this one i'm gonna play as you know a magic user like they're just like i'm a to b or a to z gonna do just a linear playthrough of this game um how do you feel about that it, it is 100 percenting is completing games has that ever been something that's interesting to you or do you well. have games that you'll like <laughs> Like this one, I want to play as a speed run. This one, I want to play just for the storyline. This one is fun PvP. Like, well, when you put it that way, the answer is um, yes to everything you said. Okay, so <laughs> no, it, so like the ADD thing. Obviously, I have never given given the fact that I can only think of one game that um, that I came close to, and then another game that I actually I might have done. So Which that, one? Uh, so the other game that I might have. I'd have to go back and check to be sure. Was uh, the original Kingdom Hearts actually? Okay. I fucking love that game, and I think a upon one ago. of its many, many re-releases, I might have the, the last one on. I want to say it was PlayStation Four, because um, I've basically got every version of that game that's ever come out. <laughs> that's one of those games for me that just it's the same game, but yeah, I'll, I'll buy it on this. Because that's what, uh, that's I, anime and Disney characters, right? Yeah, it's it's like mashing up Final Fantasy and, and Disney. Yeah, that's what I thought. Um, and I've just, like, always enjoyed, like, the property, uh, you know, the, the, the Disney stuff. It's just great. It's a lot of fun. Um, so I'm, now when I started to think about it, I think I actually did do that one 100%. Uh-huh. Because, again, after the fifth or sixth time of buying and playing the game i i put the work in <laughs> yeah yeah um, you're like i spent over 130 dollars on this i should probably I should uh probably you know hunty pee it <laughs> so that being said uh kind of back to what you was what you sort of asked a, a second ago there um the answer is yes like it, for me it just depends on the game man uh-huh. i've i've never put much stock into 100 percent. like obviously i played so many different games that that and only two of them I've come close or, uh, or, or really close, I should say. Mm-hmm. So that part's not important. But what, what I mean when I say yes to what you asked is is there's all those different aspects of games. Sometimes I, I do want to just play a game for the story. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes that's all, all I really want. Other times I do want to play a game for, for the different experiences of, of uh, uh, trying a different character, trying a different playthrough, trying a different style. Mm-hmm. Uh, even simple games like lately in my old age like <laughs> so i've played the game series of pokemon since it debuted in what 96 i think is when that came out um maybe so, i i honestly don't remember yeah that was just because that was a game boy advanced game right no it was a game boy game original like original game boy, game boy huh? wow yeah original game boy black and white <laughs> wow or, or wow. black and green <laughs> is that what that yeah, is green and black green yeah and black <laughs> but yeah, so I've played it since it, it came out. So to this day, whether I finish them at this point, um, the last three, I don't think I've actually finished, but I still enjoy playing it, mm-hmm. right? I always get it, whatever the new one is, and, and mess around with it for a little while. Um, but as as 
I've gotten older and, and kind of grown up with this game, I've started to be more interested in specialized runs for that. Mm-hmm. Not necessarily like a speed run, but uh, trying it with a certain set team. Um, I've seen people do like certain like low level Pokemon and trying to trying to finish the game with with that and that sure that's interesting. I kind of want to give it a shot. Let's see if I could do that. You know. Yeah, it is interesting that people will come up with like their own sort oh, yeah. of subculture on ways to play a game that are outside of the purview I, of. I found that that is one of my favorite things to watch on YouTube. Is is yeah. some of these. I don't know, restrictions. I don't know what you yeah, call like that. level level one builds in Dark Souls. Yeah, yeah, yep. exactly. Um, I, I like the people who've done Mario, but you can't press left. Yeah, you can only go right. Uh, you know Mario, where you have to collect every single coin, or can you collect every coin? Yeah. Um, I don't know. That's just interesting. I sometimes I don't want to do that. You know. Yeah, yeah, I get that. Giant pain in the ass not to be able to turn left, but. <laughs> uh, so. I, I kind of run the gamut. I I tend to be interested, just depending on the game. Mm-hmm. Um, with the exception of speedrun. I don't think there's ever been a game where I've like, I just want to get through as fast as possible. That doesn't sound fun. You know, it's funny. I actually get that. Like, the one game that I've, uh, that I've played where I felt that way about it was... Um, I don't know if you guys ever played Dead Cells. Dead Cells is a... Uh, Side-scrolling Metroidvania rogue-like game. That's a lot of terminology thrown <laughs> yeah. at the you know That's at the screen. But basically, it's 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 a left-right side-scrolling dungeon crawl game, basically. And every time you die, you lose your gear. You go back to the beginning, and you get like new starter gear, and you progress through the levels trying to unlock persistent power-ups slowly over multiple playthroughs of the game. You get into this sort of flow state after, like, I played it for over the course of a month. I played, like, 80 hours over the course of a month, which was a lot for me. Uh, Not necessarily a lot for some people, but a lot for me. Uh, And I really, really enjoyed the shit out of it. And the, the kind of the flow state that you get into when you're playing these games, where you're trying to be as efficient as possible with, like, every single motion, I kind of get the whole the the um the speed run mentality from that i'm not ever going to be a good enough player of games to do that but the times when i would get through the entirety of the storyline to like the final boss and then beat the final boss and i did it without like ever being hit those were those were very very satisfying runs so i kind of get that um so yeah yeah i really do kind of enjoy that um recently and it's kind of funny that it's funny that we have uh, Assassin's Creed, Black Flag as one of the as one of the games, um, and that we talked about a little bit earlier. I recently started playing Ghosts of Tsushima, which is a PS4 PS5 exclusive, which is kind of unfortunate because, as far as games go, Sucker Punch uh, Productions, the the company that made the game, basically created a masterpiece of a game, and the fact that it took me I think two and a half years to really dig into this game. Um, Cause I bought it a while ago. I, I I've had this game for, it's, for, it's been out for a long yeah, time. It's been out for a while. It is absolutely incredible. And it's the first game where I've ever felt like, you know what? I kind of want to announce and play this on stream as a 100% completion game. Like I want to actually go through it because 
the level of the level of detail, the level of um, the nature of the, the the cinematic nature of the gameplay, the fact that everything basically lie. This is quite possibly the the thing that I have come closest to in experiencing a perfect game. Uh, this game is so great. So it's a it's a samurai game where you're playing as a samurai who has to make decisions whether or not you're going to uh, uphold your honor as a samurai to defeat your enemies or engage in kind of more ninja-ish uh, tactics and techniques in order to save your, uh, the, your home of the, the island of Tsushima. And there's, like, there's, a, there's a mode of the game called Kurosawa mode where everything is in black and white they compress the audio down to what it would have sounded like if this was a 1950s Kurosawa style uh, film. Uh, the I think the UI uh, goes away almost completely, so it looks like you're playing through a movie. Uh, it, I just I'm just absolutely floored by how good this game is, and the idea of playing this to a hundred percent completion. It's like the first time that I've ever wanted that as a as a goal, as an end goal. Um, everything else, it's been like, okay, so, you know, I'll beat it the first time, and then afterwards, maybe I'll play around with some builds, but I never end up, you know, playing it all the way through for a second or third time, um, which is completely possible and completely uh, enjoyable for, you know, games like Bloodborne or Dark Souls or any of the Souls-like games where you can basically pick and choose what you what you want your class to look like in an effort to get a different uh, playthrough uh, than the than the last one that you did. So um, yeah, Steve, I know that you have a PS5. If you haven't played this game, um, it's unbelievable. The fact that they have not only the the single player storyline is is amazing, and it is open world like this. I know that people have been clamoring for an Assassin's Creed in Japan, in feudal Japan. It already exists, and it's better than any of the Assassin's Creed games ever were. Like, <laughs> bar none. Black Flag barely holds a candle to this. It's, 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 it's such an amazing game. Uh, they, have a, they also have a, a co-op uh, wave combat game that is also apparently incredibly good. So, you know, Sucker Punch is a, a studio that has put out some really, really enjoyable games uh, across the PlayStation, they had um, the Infamous series, which was kind of a superhero, uh, superhero esque kind of game, uh, and then they had uh, Sly Cooper, which was a uh, sneaky platformer game that was on the PS2, PS3. So um, yeah, yeah, I, I, I'm hesitant to to put it out there a hundred percent that this is something I want to do, but I keep thinking about it. And I'm like, man, this would be, I think this would be a ton of fun. I think it'd be a lot of uh, I think it would be good content. I yeah. So I think it'd be very enjoyable. So yeah, kind of kind of want to hundred percent this, and this is the first time that I've ever wanted to do that actively. So yeah, hmm. yeah. buy it. It's good. Buy it. Buy it. It's so good. Consume. Consume. I have to buy all the things. You have to buy all the things. Yeah. Well, you got to come over this weekend and play some some War Machine. Yeah. Yeah. Um, do you guys have anything else that you'd like to add on for this evening? No. No. Nope. Okay, cool. Right on. Well, I think we got a podcast then. All right. Uh, like every episode of Savers Poison Podcast, we'd like to shout out 
to the mutual support groups we hope you turn to in your time of need. Alcoholics Anonymous, aa.org, 212-870-3400. Moderation Management, moderation.org, 212-871-0974. Secular AA, that's aasecular.org, 323-693-1633. Smart Recovery, smartrecovery.org, 440-951-5357. Women for Sobriety, womenforsobriety.org, 215-536-8026. And for friends and family of addicts that need a little help in a group-type environment, there's Al-Anon Family Groups at www.al-anon.alateen.org or one 425-2666. From all of us here at Save vs. Poison, I'm Will. And I'm Ticky. Yeah, I'm Steve. And we wish you warm premier regards. Good night, everybody. You've just listened to another episode of the Save vs. Poison podcast. If you liked what you heard, please follow us, like, and subscribe on Twitter at VS underscore save, on Facebook at the Save vs. Poison podcast, and streaming live on Twitch at twitch.tv backslash SVP podcast. Thanks so much for joining us. Stay safe, everyone.